Sounds of Stadia podcast for episode number 144 of your weekly gaming show where we round up all of the Stadia and video game news for your listening or viewing pleasure right here on youtube.com forward slash Games or up there in the digital clouds on your podcast preference of choice. You join me this week for a fantastic show where we're going to be breaking down all of the Stadia 2.0 rumours and leaks partnering with NVIDIA. Saints Row, is it certainly coming? It might well be. Some Atari classics, some updates on cloud competition and much much more but before we get into all that don't forget to give the video a like subscribe and hit that bell so you're kept in the loop with all of the content we have here on Hades Cloud Games like our Let's Plays, live streams, Cloud Quest series and much much more but without further delay welcome to the show my name's Chris your host for the day I'm joined alongside the man of many pixels Mr. Richie how are you doing welcome I'm doing I'm doing pretty well pretty well it's been a pretty good week went to see Red Hot Chili Peppers down in Manchester that yeah, was awesome did. Yeah, you did. Got Had you. a few too many cocktails, but getting you've fancy got to, haven't you? Rocktails, as we said. Nothing wrong with a midweek cocktail. No, certainly not, especially when you've got some time booked off work. Uh, the weather's nice. It's very, very warm in our studios today. It's one of those things, Richie, in the peak of summer. I always forget that it gets so warm for like maybe a week of the year in the UK. For those of our uh, American and, and European audience, is I mean. You know what we're like. It usually rains for 95% of the year. It's a bit cold and dingy, but we do get one week and we love it, but we also hate it at the same time. And having 50 different variations of LED lights in your room yeah. mid-morning does not help, does not help. But, and the uh, PC kicking out heat. And the, Yeah, my legs are right under uh, the desk with my PC tower. So don't worry, though. That will not hamper the show. We're good to get going. There's plenty of news to discuss, as we mentioned. Uh, but before we do get into all of that, I do need to say a massive... Heartfelt thank you to all the amazing people who checked out our new PlayStation podcast this past week. Uh, we've gone out on a new adventure. We've launched into the world of cloud gaming and PlayStation alongside the PlayStation Plus uh, global rollout. Uh, we've got plenty of thoughts to discuss on the other show with that one. Uh, thank you again to our brand new two co-hosts, Jeff and Rob, who joined us. Uh, and thank you to you, the amazing audience. You're uh, welcome for those two new guys. And the show in general has been fantastic. It's, it's keeping pace almost with this very show which considering we're 144 episodes in and episode one of another podcast is doing equally well, it's uh, it's great to see. Um, Richie, would you like to add anything onto the back of uh, our first episode of our launch of Talking the PS last week? Um, just thank you all for watching it. Um, we are continuing the role of, of the podcast form of it. Um, some places we su- we submit and then we go, oh, we'll get back to you in a couple of weeks. And But you can't submit till you have an episode up, so... So if these if it's not there in your podcast service of choice, let us know. We'll chase it. We'll chase it up. Yeah, it will. It will be there. So things like I think Apple Podcasts are very particular. Google Podcasts. It's up on most. It's up on Spotify. I think. Um, but I if, think I saw a notification for Google come through. Okay, we'll we'll get all over that. But yeah, if you listen to it usually on those feeds, uh, do not fear it will be there. But of course, it will be up on YouTube.com forward slash Cloud Games every Tuesday. So remember, you've got the Sounds of Stadia podcast on a Monday, talking to PS on a Tuesday. You've got Cloud Quest goes up on a Friday. You've got our live streams on Thursdays. There's almost not a day of the week you cannot consume some cloud gaming content from our channel. So thank you very, very much. We love you being along for this exciting journey. And uh, we've got a great episode of Cloud Quest this week, Richie, where we are actually going to be talking about Google Stadia versus the new PlayStation Plus after we've had some hands-on time with it for episode 73. Very excited for that. And of course, our members, our Helix heroes, you wonderful folks out there who support the channel that little bit extra... Give us your hard-earned cash to help improve the channel. You get that up to six days early, so exciting stuff for you. You don't have to wait for CloudQuest. It's right there right now when this show goes live. Uh, Right, Richie, we're getting to the end of June now. We'll probably have some pro game news next week, but we haven't got it this week, which thankfully gives us a whole show to discuss all the other topics. Um, Will you do me the honours of introducing us to the... The Super Sexy Special Stadia Story Segment. Okay. The, the news. news. The news indeed. We confused, I think, Jeff and Rob a little bit last week when we did the introduction to the news. Yeah, we didn't prep them very well. Didn't prep them for that or the outros, and uh, it was clear as day to see. But you know what? This week I wouldn't be surprised if the same stuff catches them out. So we'll have a little chuckle about that. But yes, the news. We are here to break down all of your Stadia and gaming news. And uh, we've got some quite big stories. There's not a thick chunk of news, but the stories in themselves are quite interesting. Now, before we do dive into it all, Richie, I really do want to caveat the news this week with, 
I think we probably, a lot of it, we're not expecting, or at least not expecting anytime soon, because the thumbnail and the headline for this episode will probably appear as clickbaity, because there's no real other way of talking about these news stories without appearing as though we're singing praises of something that might never come. However, story number one, Richie. Reading from 9to5Google, it was picked up by a couple of other sources. Uh, Google Stadia is preparing to support servers with NVIDIA GPUs. So reading from 9to5Google, uh, it looks like Google Stadia and or Immersive Stream for Games is preparing to shake up its graphics hardware with new support for servers made with NVIDIA GPUs. Since its 2019 launch, Google Stadia has been powered by custom-built GPUs from AMD. Researchers have generally agreed that the service for Stadia run AMD's Radeon Pro V340 hardware or something close to approximating it. Based on the information we know as of today, which is Stadia's modified uh, Linux kernel versions, which is the coding behind the scenes, uh, because it's open source, a lot of stuff at Google is open source, uh, we can actually read into it. And this is kind of where we get like a the APK file information from, Richie, where you're essentially able to dig into the coding and see what's going on. And some techie boffins um, across the internet have done just that. And as you look into it, it does in fact say that file support instances of NVIDIA GPUs. Now, the reason I wanted to caveat this news story is because of course the internet will do what it does most likely and it will run wild with the story. Reddit will be popping off. There'll be plenty of YouTube videos, um, ourselves included, no doubt, that this is this Richie potentially prepping for Stadia 2.0. Um, yes and no. I still hold to my theory that we will not ever see a discrete Stadia 2.0. I think this might be an expansion of the servers they have, because some of the servers they have for some games are absolutely fine. Mm-hmm. Why get rid of them when you could just add? Make we're going to have it. We're going to internally they might have a second generation Stadia or immersive stream server with. It, um, new NVIDIA cards mm-hmm. to play the top end AAA games and the lower t- and things like um, indie games and off games that aren't aimed to get like that 4K 60 could be on the original stuff. So I don't think they'll come out and go, hey, Stadia 2.0 is here. But I think potentially Stadia 2.0 could be around the corner. We just won't be told about it. Yeah, so. Yeah, looking into the article a little bit more, it does go on to basically say that the existing slate of games are optimised to run on AMD graphics cards. But as you alluded to there, the whole purpose of Stadia in the way Mr. Phil Harrison um, stood, stood on stage and actually presented was that this, this whole cloud gaming platform and running from Google servers, it's iterative. So just like Google's cloud infrastructure, they will be constantly adding to it and iterating and adding new tech and, and upgrading the hardware behind the scenes. And that was the whole point. You don't need to buy a new box every several years to put under your television. Now, you and me being on the show discussing games, and as the the industry moves away from the last generation and fully embraces PS5, Series X, and, and powerful PCs, we've always kind of questioned where Stadia sits within that. And I think you've always alluded to it being almost like a Stadia Pro, not the subscription model, but like a PlayStation Pro equivalent, where it's like a mid-generational yeah. leap between the old tech and the tech that's currently available on market. And that's, I think, looking at the games that we we play on a regular basis on this platform, that's kind of where and we're at right get now. Some games that, like Shadow of the Tomb Raider, that I've been able to A-B them alongside across mm-hmm. two different generations of PlayStation and on Stadia, where I just happen to have the game multiple times. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, well, I'm seeing, I've got, pay, like, in terms of quality, going from worst to best, I'm seeing PS4, Stadia, then PS5. Yeah, there's a lot of change uh, that kind of goes into it all. And again, we've always said, I guess, is eventually they'll need to do something to keep up. Just like the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One, is they that's the nature of technology. It eventually gets older. And if Stadia need to and want to be in this market, even with their immersive games for, uh, stream for games, they will need to keep up at some point. They will need to reinvest. And what I would love and what we've kind of wanted for ages is that if they ever do up the hardware that would one show Google's commitment to the platform but I think it would give them a great jumping off point for relaunching the product as a whole and I think we did a whole side quest cloud quest episode on that where what what would they do if they were to relaunch and it would be I want to see commitment to AAA games partnerships with developers going forward 
and I realistically think the hardware will need to keep evolving to keep up. They don't need to big, do a big song and dance about the hardware because it's, it's boring teraflops and GPUs and such. But having it just in a blog post somewhere would be enough for me just to state the fact that, look, we are still investing. We are upgrading. We are a tech company. We don't rest on our laurels and we're committed to the future of this platform. I don't think a blog post is good enough, to be honest. You want a video? Because if, if they are doing, if they're going to market this, then market it. If they're not, then a, a blog post has just kind of gone, hey, yeah, we've upgraded the servers, but we're not going to tell anyone about it. You'd like, I mean, you'd like to think they could reach it's out to... It's not that showing of commitment that I think we need to see from Google to Stadia. I mean, in an ideal world, you'd like to think the journalists would pick up on that. Like the iGens, the Eurogamers, the Katakas would go, oh, look, just like if there, was another, if there was another console launching, could you imagine IGN not acknowledging a PS6 being announced? Ideally, but it's not for journalists to market your products. True, but you can always reach out to them and say we've got some story, we've got a story yeah. regarding this, and oh, if they did, in, invite if them to an event out to the, to the IGNs, to the Kotaku's of the world, had a, like a hands-on like event for them where they could start record, do some footage recording. They have maybe A B the server, so like take something like I, I'm trying to think of take Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk's probably a good case example because yeah. although it runs well in Stadia, we know on PC you can push it even further. So if they go, oh, he's um, Cyberpunk on the current servers, he's on the new ones, can you see the difference? Mm. Like, And like it's both running at 60 frames per second, but the, like, the new server stuff has, say, ray tracing in, enabled, it's true 4K instead of upscale, that sort of stuff. Yeah, That could be a way of marketing it. But if they're just putting in like a blog post, as like they do on like, this, this general Stadia blogs, if you're not in the ecosystem, you're not reading that, and the journalists don't seem to care about Stadia because it doesn't sell enough clicks. Yeah, we like, essentially, we essentially get articles from nine to five Google. Yeah, and that, that's, because they're a Google focused journalist. Yeah, definitely, we don't see much other than when it's maybe like a hit piece. And to kind of bring it back around, there's something to be said about upgrading the servers because we know GeForce now introduced their 3080 tier, which got. Plenty of praise, rightly so. You, you get to stream with the best graphics card available in the cloud without having to fork out or find graphics card. Remember, all these silicon chips and stuff are still so hard to find out there in the market. The shortage is still very much a real thing. And then Game Pass with um, Xbox are really partnering with the games, but they also upgraded the hardware to Series X um, late last year. Yeah. So the competition are making moves. We still really don't know what Luna are doing behind the scenes because, it's again, it's, it's limited to the United States right now. But you've got to imagine Amazon, Microsoft, uh, NVIDIA, ironically, they're all doubling down on the commitment to cloud gaming. And Google are doing that in the millions because we see articles come out all the time about them investing in new server buildings, new infrastructure across the entire planet. We see announcements every week, obviously tangentially linked to Stadia, but it, it's Google's infrastructure is always getting bigger and growing because they they rely on it for everything. Businesses, the, the search engine, their entire uh, cloud network. And it just, I always just think like Stadia is part of that. They just don't really acknowledge it or commit to it. And I think at some point, shareholders, investors, the public, the demand will reach a point when they need to say something and do something. And hopefully this highlights the, the potential that they're working with not only their competition, but um, fantastic um, GPUs to power some future technology because eventually the games, ironically, the games will stop coming, Richie. And I know it feels like they already have to some degree, but we're seeing Gotham Knights was recently told is next-gen only. They ditched the last-gen version. I think on PlayStation, God of War Ragnarok is the last big cross-generation game. And then going forward, it's all going to be PS5, Series X exclusive um, and, yeah. and such. So, And you've got to think something like God of War Ragnarok that might just be because of the chip shortage. That means that they haven't been able to produce PlayStation 5 fast enough that might be the only reason to have a PS4 version coming. Yeah, well, I think a lot of it's set down to the fact that there's like 130 million PlayStation 4s in the wild. It's, it's a big yeah. user base to leave behind. But Stadia doesn't have that problem. And I do worry sometimes if they don't upgrade the hardware, even amazing partnerships like the one they have with Ubisoft, at what point will Ubisoft turn around and say, our games are being held back by your hardware? So unfortunately, Stadia... We're going to ditch you because we're focusing on PS5, Series X, and PC right now. And then, then where are we at? I, I think one of the things they've made a mistake in is focusing on 4K. 
if they went mm. with not if they didn't fuck, if they went 2k rather than 4k they could have probably hit everything 2k 60 frames per second and then we're in a different world but by focusing on like 4k 60 and then largely missing it for most things then i don't know what's going on out in my street sorry about that noise if you can hear us all right someone's just blaring some music and just right outside my window party at richie's house i've lost my train of thought now um either way they need to upgrade to do something different otherwise they're gonna get left behind the point the point I was working to is I don't think a cloud gaming option has to have the same level of graphical fidelity as your get out your top end box under your TV, mm-hmm. but it has to be in the same sort of category. It needs to feel like it's the same generation of hardware, not a previous generation of hardware. Yeah, and, and a good example of doing that right is Nintendo with the Switch. The Switch and previous Nintendo consoles, they've always been lacking in the hardware specification department, but you know what they make yeah. up for it for? their games and their yes, marketing to the, to the correct audience. And obviously Nintendo has a huge commitment to family friendly and they sell gangbusters because of that. And they don't get me wrong. There's not one game on the switch that I have on my PS five that runs better on the switch. Like that's a hard fact because oh, of the hardware, but is, there's still 110, 20 million of them sold. It's outstripping uh, PS five and Xbox everywhere on the planet. There is something to be said for Nintendo. I do need to up the game a bit oh, more as definitely. well, because I've recently uh, been playing legends Arceus and the amount of pop-in texts mm. you see in that game is ridiculous. Yeah. It, and there's things like, I've seen like Breath of the Wild comparisons between someone playing a port version on, like an emulated version on PC compared to the version running on Switch, and you realise it's the hardware of the Switch is really holding that game back. Yeah, which is, is crazy. But obviously Nintendo almost get a pass because they've got 40 years yeah. of legacy and cultivated content. Google Stadia, Amazon Luna... And a lot of the other ones, Boosteroid just launching, they don't have that benefit. They don't have that heritage to lean back on and say, look, we might have got it wrong this time. We know we're not the best, but look at our catalogue we've got. Look at the history of games. Like Everyone everyone on this planet knows who Super Mario is. Yeah. And that, that I mean, goes think, a long way. I think we talked when the Sadie Games Entertainment closed down that Google doesn't necessarily need to have their own first party type library of titles if they're hitting all the triple A's day and date to of similar quality to the other consoles. Yeah. Because that's the selling point. It's like we are in, in a cheap entry level to get all the games you want, apart from the exclusives. Yeah. Yeah, because we knew exclusive we knew we knew exclusives. We never were gonna see Master Chief or Nathan Drake or Joel and Ellie on or Super Mario or Zelda on Stadia. We knew that for a fact. But then as the weeks as the weeks and months have gone on, Richie, we've seen every other studio be snapped up or purchased. We've seen partnerships collapse because of the closure of Stadia Games Entertainment. We've seen investment in AAA titles being ported across reduced. And it does make you wonder, like, at what point does the well dry up? And if, if we're pushing towards this next-gen future, it, again, eventually the, 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 bill has, the, the bell has to toll at some point. The bill is due kind of thing. And there's more cloud gaming services coming to the market, so they, they really need to do this. And I think they do need to advertise it as well. My worry, as you mentioned investors earlier, is Google's focus is now on the massive stream. So that investor calls or things like maybe a Google I.O., they'll focus on the underlying... Or developer conference at GDC. They'll focus on the underlying tech of a massive stream. And then Stadia will just be a footnote, like, oh, um, services running on the massive stream, such as Google Stadia, such as AT&T... Google Cloud. And like, it'll yeah, just be, yeah. yeah. But they won't come out and go, right, last few years we've learned a lot. Stadia wasn't, hasn't become what we wanted it to be. We've went back, we've upgraded it, we're going to go again. We're not, when this is not for the group. I'd love them to actually mention the Google Graveyard and go, this isn't for the Graveyard. Mm. Yeah, we're going to prove them wrong. We, we took, we've been quiet for the last few years as we were trying to refigure out how Google Stadia needs to work and now we've got it. Let's, we're going again. Yeah. We've we've had some obstacles. We've had some falls. We've got up. We dusted ourselves down. Potentially replaced leadership. We've got new investments. We've we've got a roadmap plan, and here we go with it. And maybe Richie, that could all kickstart with story number two of the week, and that is the Saints Row conversation. We're going back and forth with this one. It ping pongs every every episode every week. We seem to have a little shred of news information. And uh, this week, it's probably the most 
hardened information we've possibly had. Um, obviously, we had the, the rating initially, and then there was a coding found within the website. Um, however, uh, our friend Duncan reached out to the developers, and they said it's, there's no plans for it. But now, Richie, this week, uh, French press kits have gone out. And it would appear that as part of these Saints Row press kit, they've sent out things like um, Saints Row mugs, postcards, um, in line with the, the Boss Factory kind of demo, build your own character stuff that dropped last week, was a postcard. And on the back of the postcard, it broke it all down. And on the right of the postcard, where you would traditionally put the address and who it's from, it's got the developer, Volition, the, the publisher, Deep Silver, the genre, action, platforms, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox One, Series X, PC via Epic and Google Stadia. Date, 23rd of October. August, not October. Is this, Richie, the most hardened piece of evidence we have to say that Saints Row will be the second AAA game to arrive on Stadia in 2022? Yes. I. But, again, I mean, why... If this is coming, why not say? Both the developers and Google are just very quiet on this. It's like, what if it is coming? Just tell us. I don't see where the secrecy benefits anyone. It it's it's almost like laughable to a degree, isn't it? But like, the... and if it's not coming, I mean, the, Google should again tell us. I know the developers apparently have told Duncan that there's no plans. But Google, you come out as well and go, it's not coming. Make it unequivocal and then, or it was planned to come at one point and it's not. I know it's going to be bad for you, but then the silence is just, it's terrible. It's such an odd choice, isn't it? We we know we've, we've critiqued them for this since day one, but the silence does fuck all for your brand. It does fuck all for your marketing. And it's such a bad approach where if you have a AAA title coming out, Every other platform hall that's getting it has been promoting this since the since it was teased at was it the Game Awards? I think it was first shown off yeah. or maybe last summer Game Fest. The second your logo is up there, people are thinking about pre ordering, they're talking about the game, they're getting excited to play it. And the fact that it's reached a point when the press kits are going out with all the promotional material and your brought your platform is hard printed onto some physical props to be sent out to journalists. Yeah. And you've not even in the, in the slightest shred of information given your fans, your consumers, your audience, a nod to say that it might be coming later this year. Bear in mind, we're, again, we've had no AAA titles since Extraction in January. It's, it's now nearly July, and you're not going to use a blog post or a trailer or a, a Connect, maybe, to talk about your product and one of the biggest titles to arrive on it this year. It's, it it's simple that, stuff. It just, need, it just needs to be on the trailers of this game. Yep. Have have your logo. And when any time like, an announcer goes, coming to PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S, PC via Epic, and Google Stadia. Mm-hmm. And Google That's Stadia. That's the basic level. Like, But one thing I do want to shout out on the story is whoever took the photo, they've got um, the Sonic power-ups in the background. You know, like the TV screens for, like, for like Sonic 1. Oh like yes, where you get yeah, the extra yeah. life and the invincibility that, power. Yeah. I know that's cool. Shout out to Sonic. One day we'll get Sonic outside of the Olympic game. One day, yeah, it's the Lego. It's the Lego um, layout. I do want that set, but I also don't want to spend that much money on a piece of Lego. Uh, but yeah, since Row, so you're pretty confident it's coming this August. Then I'm not confident. Okay. I, I, do we I think we no might get it later? Confident. I don't. I haven't got a clue, to be honest. Like, I'd love to say, "Oh, yeah, this is great evidence that's coming," but I, I just don't know because I don't know why they wouldn't say it's coming. Mm. And then because Volition have said that there's no plans, that makes me think that it's not coming, and maybe this is hold out from a previous idea. Yeah. So, where, like, when it was planned to come, then it's no longer coming, and that message hasn't filtered down to everywhere they mm-hmm. needed it to. So then, the way you're you're sitting with all of this, you, you to me are a prime example of why you need to market something because you're a you're a yeah. big Stadia fan. You're in it. You're in 144 yeah. episodes of a podcast. In if you don't think it's coming, or you've still got those uncertainties, that's where marketing comes right. into it. That's where talking to your customers comes into it. And I know people sit out there and go, "Oh, well, they said months and years ago that they're going to keep everything on the stealth and loyalty. It's not working. 
it's literally not working. Everyone called them out for it at the time that that is a bad idea. Don't do that. And where I'm at generally with Sadia is, unless we have concrete evidence, like an official trailer with the logo or someone from Google announcing the game or someone from the developer saying it is coming to Stadia in an official event, it's not coming. Until we have that official info. Yeah. I'll actually I'll extend that ASRB ratings and the like. If we get one of them, chances I think it's a good chance. Oh, you like a cheek, cheeky ASRB rating, do you? Well, you've got to submit it. If if you're at the point where you're submitting it, you've done most of the work. All right. So I I don't know. I I take your ESRB rating, Richie, and I raise you the Borderlands Handsome Jack collection and Mafia One and Two. <laughs> Because they also had ESRB ratings. That, that's why I'm not like giving it a concrete. It's like it give, an ESRB, gives you ESRB or Peggy rating. It give, it makes me optimistic. Yeah, um, which we haven't had for this. Okay. Again, to clarify, we do have Saints Row titles on the platform. We've had them as pro games. Volition, THQ Nordic. They have working relationships with Google Stadia. Um, if we do not get this day and date, Richie, and it comes at a later time. It's another missed opportunity, right? If this doesn't come on August 23rd yeah. along with other platforms, it's it's another question of how are you nearly three years into existence and you cannot get games day and date? Even if it wasn't day and date, if they told us it's coming but not day and date, that is fine. That is better than it not coming or just complete silence. Hmm. Because ideally, this is the time frame you would want pre-orders available Yeah. to, to kind of rouse the, the energy leading into the game's launch. If you want to play this on Stadia, jump in and pre And again, we know pre-orders are a bit defunct in cloud gaming, but it's, it's people putting their money down nice and early and saying, yeah, I'm looking forward to playing this game. Uh, a demo would be nice, actually. The Boss Factory stuff it's dropped last week. A, a pre-order is a, it's a way of showing people that the game is definitely coming, Yeah, if nothing else. And you get things like pre-order bonuses and stuff, so if people are into that stuff... It's there. Yeah, if, if, it, if you get... I think cloud gaming does need pre-orders, even though it's kind of redundant, Mm -hmm. because non-cloud gaming platforms have them and they offer extra stuff. Yeah, so you want to be matching. Yeah, and especially without the physical collectors editions being a thing on Stadia. I know we said I've been saying since like probably the first episode, I'd love a a, a virtual code where I can go into my local game shop, buy a, a copy of Assassin's Creed Valhalla with an Avor statue and whatever and, and with that just comes a digital box. claim code for Stadia and I just log in type it in, in the app where I would do a promotional code QR code scan it Q- phone, yeah QR yeah. code but on the flip side of that I still get my little collectible my statuette my Valhalla ring or bottle opener whatever it may be just something to have that physical presence but we digress Saints Row there is another ring in the chain to tell us that it may or may not be coming. Do let us know in the comments below if you think Saints Row will be arriving this August 23rd. And if not, nothing you can really do about it. You just have to wait until they talk to us. Uh, moving on, though, this week, this month, we will be celebrating a stalwart, a veteran of the games industry. Atari will be celebrating their 50th anniversary, Richie. Doesn't that make you feel old? 50 years of Atari. Yeah, I'm not as old as Atari, so I'm okay. But it's still to think that it's 50 is, is crazy because video the video games industry is quite young. But to say that there's a company out there that's hit 50, it just shows you how far it's came along. And to celebrate that, they are um, expanding. They're relaunching. They're going to have a party, it would appear. Uh, founded 50 years ago on June 27th, 1972. And they've done plenty of stuff recently to kind of refocus their kind of their business goals and what they want to do and uh, reading straight from the Atari website uh, reaching 50 years is a special moment for Atari the industry and for fans of video games from across the globe uh, said the Atari CEO Wade Rosen Uh, we plan to continue celebrating all year long but by the week of June 27th we'll include the announcement of two amazing new titles the release of a special interview with our founder Noel Bushnell some special collaborations previews of new merchandise collectibles that we know will excite the fans and um, it goes on the article to basically say, Behind the new leadership, the team at Atari has launched six new PC and console titles in the last 11 months, including five titles from the Atari Recharge series, which is the kind of taking the classics and re- rebooting them into a modern sense, uh, and the critically acclaimed puzzle platformer. Uh, Atari has also introduced 16 classics to PC and cloud streaming services over that period, as the company returns to its roots in game development and publishing. 
Now, we're into gaming, but I'm not aware of where these 16 titles have been released on streaming services. It might be the Atari Collections, I think. Amazon Luna's got a retro channel, so I'm thinking it might be along those lines. But There's no mention of Luna on their website, on the platforms. On the, on the game section, there's a platforms listing, and there's... I mean, it's just this sort of stuff you'd expect, really. PC, PlayStation 4, 5, Steam, Xbox One, S, X... Hmm. Switch, iOS, Epic Game Store, exactly VCS. So that makes me think, it, to bring around to some Stadia news, so their anniversary is on June 27th, Richie, which is this Monday. We usually get a blog post on a Tuesday. Sometimes we do get one on a Monday. And the eagle-eyed people out there on the internet have noticed that there was a next up on Stadia post due to go live at some point, but the uh, the URL uh, was a dead link. So our friends over at Stadia Dosage, uh, reading from their article, is they noticed a URL link with a hidden post to a Stadia community blog can be found on the Google Stadia community website. And the URL reads, next up on Stadia, Atari to launch Centipede and Black Widow. Now, if you look at the list of Atari games, <clears throat> there is Black Widow Recharged and Centipede Recharged. So some of the classic titles from yesteryear kind of rebooted and rehashed. Richie, that pretty yeah. much to me confirms that we'll be getting a blog post this week confirming Centipede and Black Widow Recharged coming to Stadia. It seems to be likely. But again, until we see something concrete, I'm just not, I'm not going to be disappointed if it doesn't come. Oh, does a URL link not confirm that for you? I mean, we've got press kits for um, Saints Row that don't convince me. That, so. that is true, yeah. A URL straight from the horse's mouth doesn't convince you. That That's how uh, sceptical you've became, Richie, in your 50 years of Atari celebrations. Um, it, for me, it's, it's again, if we do get these games confirmed coming this week, fantastic. Are they going to blow the lid off anything? No. These are potentially 40, 50 year old titles that are getting a rehash. They look, don't get me wrong, the recharge versions of them look fun, but it's the type of fun I'd maybe have for 20 minutes or in an arcade. Um, yeah. Obviously you and me spent a long time in an arcade uh, this last month. You don't spend that long on these type of games. It's very much a case of, yeah, collect, kill the baddies, high score, well, you're out. You play all oh, this great nostalgia, then after like 10 minutes go, I'll try something else. Yeah, exactly. You just kind of uh, a la carte jump and choose between them. Uh, great to see Atari back. Um, the biggest franchise Atari still own for me is Roller Coaster Tycoon. Would I love to see that on Stadia with mouse and support keyboard? Damn right I would. Hell yeah. Will it be coming? Probably not. Probably not. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to touch on that one. Uh, nice little uh, digging up from our Stadia dosage friends. Um, interesting. I'm going to check the URL now, actually. Live right now. It is still a dead link. But uh, to give you the full breakdown, it's community.stadia.com forward slash blah, 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 Stadia community blog forward slash next up on Stadia, dash Atari, dash to launch, dash centipede, dash Black Widow. It's a very particular URL. Yeah, I'm a, I, you know what? I'm going to be optimistic. I think these are coming. I think we'll, I, I, I'm going to go guess the pro games as well. Yeah, that wouldn't be a surprise. I mean, we're due our pro game announcements this Tuesday, so... Maybe that's why they decided not to do a next up. Hmm. Save it for pro game announcement. Very much so. Very much could be. Interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. Uh, but moving on from the Atari celebrations. Happy birthday, Atari. You don't look a day over 49. Uh, moving on. Next story of the week is a little bit of another interesting one. PlayStation Plus collection, of course, obviously rolled out. If you check out our... Talking the PS, brand new PlayStation podcast just launched on the channel this week. Myself, Richie, Jeff, and Rob round up all of the cloud gaming and PlayStation news right here on the channel or on podcast services. Go check it out. We implore you to. It's a fantastic show with a new panel, uh, and we get into a lot of juicy news. But everyone's been checking it out. We're going to talk about it on Cloud Quest this week, Richie. An interesting little tidbit came out of all of that news across our social media um, channels. And over on Twitter... An even more eagle-eyed uh, individual um, by the Twitter handle uh, Kabaj Hassan noticed that when booting up PlayStation Plus Premium, and they have obviously their cloud gamings, you can stream the cloud titles for across the PlayStation 3 library, classic games and stuff. Um, one Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, which is available on Google Stadia, 
Uh, when you're booting the game up into the, the loading menu and the title screen, it mentions a slight passing informational message referring to Google Stadia, Richie. Now, without jumping down a rabbit hole, I just want to caveat. I do not think PlayStation Plus is powered by Google Stadia. Well, we, we, know, we actually know it's not. I mean, we know that because we've tested it out and there's a clear difference <laughs> as well. Uh, well. And we know uh, that. Also, um, they've announced that they're using that Microsoft as a Jewish service. That's true. There's a bunch. I mean, they've also got their own... Um, yeah, who did they acquire? Why can't I think of the name? Gai, Gaikai. Gaikai. Gai. They bought Gaikai yeah. for many, many millions, uh, many, many years ago. And to this day, they probably haven't utilised it still. But from this story, yes, if you boot it up, uh, only in the French version only, so when it's in the French language, um, I won't try and butcher the, the language, but I will read it thanks to our other social media friend, RJ, over, used the magic of Google Lens to translate it. And it says... Right on the splash screen, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night with the castle in the background and all the amazing 16-bit animation art. Um, Info message, do not turn off Stadia or close the game when this icon appears on the screen. Now, Richie, I would love to live in a world, we would love to live in a world where Google Stadia partnered with PlayStation to not only improve the PlayStation Plus streaming offerings, but also to have that collaboration with an amazing um, legacy platform such as Sony PlayStation. This is just a, a, an error left over from um, language yeah. translation, right? Yeah, I suspect so. I suspect that this version of the game is the it's the same probably build of the game on on the PlayStation Cloud end as it is on um, Stadia, and for whatever reason, there's a bug that's just pulled up the wrong text. Yeah, it doesn't happen in the English version, but there was there was a brief moment when I saw the uh, the post where I was like, "Oh, really?" And then all of the reality came flooding back to me, and it was like, "No, no, it that's it, too." Be something, uh, there's probably something weird in the code that does like it does a check to see what platform it's on. It's checked if this is the cloud version. It's probably checked when it's not playing PS4, not playing PS5. Push the Stadia text in French. Yeah. Where it's that check or something it just hasn't worked properly. Yeah. But yeah. I think that's all this is. Yeah. So we, we won't read into it too much, folks. If you want to take the story and run with it, by all means, do that. But uh, yeah, it's just a funny little glitch in the language conversion. And uh, PlayStation buys Google. I do think it, it does, it almost adds a bit of um, weight to it because it's a cloud streaming service as well. If this was just like running on the disc version, of, I don't think there is a disc version of Bloodstained actually, but the, the the downloaded version on a PS4 or something you wouldn't think any of it, but the fact it's the brand new, like it's the cloud streaming version, which makes you think, ooh Stadia is in the same ballpark as that but yeah. if, if we put our real, realistic hats on, yeah it's clearly just a glitch in the language conversion and it's pulled through the wrong message it's coding, video games are complicated and there's a million and one uh, things you need to sign off, but did make me chuckle. Certain. I don't know for certain, but it's entirely possible. Like PlayStation is run, running off like a modified version of Linux himself, which might be why it's the same build, probably the same build of the game. Quite possibly, but until we, I, get... I, I, I really don't, I really don't know. So, um, no, so don't quote me on that. No, one. don't worry. Um, but yet, uh, we, of course, this week on Cloud Quest, we'll be going away and we'll be comparing the brand new PlayStation Plus because uh, even though this is this is quite funny seeing the uh, Stadia title showing up on a PlayStation platform, who'd have thought we'd never see the day. Um, they did launch a slew of new games into the cloud and myself and Richie and Rob have all been testing them out um, across the PC world as well, trying to run it from our desktop. Uh, we've had some ups and downs. You and me jumped on um, one point this, this week, Richie, and we kind of compared how our two experiences were going. So we're going to go talk about that on CloudQuest um, exciting stuff and, and more gaming in the cloud from our channel so if you are a Helix Hero you can get that up to six days early when it drops on Sundays or alternatively if you don't want to support the channel a little bit more uh, no problem you will get it on free feeds come the Friday when CloudQuest goes live to the masses out there alongside everything else but we do appreciate our Helix Heroes for all your continued support uh, right Richie next up on the dock we've got some more new interesting again no particular Small specific stories this week, but there's some big articles to come out of like kind of the world when you look at it. Um, Batman, Arkham Knight. We've been a bit bitter about this one for quite some time because it's been available to AT and T customers in America. However, not 
Google Stadia customers who have the platform, have potentially spent hundreds of pounds on the platform, and we know it works. Uh, it looks as though the AT&T experience has pulled Batman Arkham Knight from their website now. So previously, if you went onto the website, you could see, at the moment, you could see Control and Batman. And all you had to do was put your AT&T mobile number into the website, pop in your uh, postcode, confirm that you're not a robot, accept the terms and conditions, and then you can play those two games via streaming, no downloads, no waiting, via 5G, Wi-Fi, however you mean to, the exact same way you would Google Stadia. And uh, it was praised. AT&T announced they were going to make another partnership. We're not too sure what that is. I suspect it might be Gotham Knights or Suicide Squad. Who knows? However, if you go to the website now, there is only Control. And they've changed the key artwork to just reflect Control. So it does look as though the Batman Arkham Knight promotion has now ended. Uh, funnily enough, on the seventh anniversary of Arkham Knight, I don't know if you noticed that this week, Richie, but Batman were actually I, I, celebrating... I Seven years of the title launching, and then AT and T pull it, which it it does it does make me wonder I, if it's connected in some way. Um, I don't think so. I think this is probably a case of they're running this game for a while, for a while, and then now they've got control on. It's time to move on to the next thing. Bear in mind, they're not AT and T, not a video game company. They're probably this is just like a little extra perk to try and entice you into buying a phone plan from them. So I think they'll just keep rotating what game, what game they, d- they have on it. True. But remember AT&T I, are part of Warner Brothers, which own Batman. Yeah, they don't know whether they want to be part of games or not. I mean, yeah, they've been up for sale and they're trying to sell this and that for the last year or so. Um, it must be coming up on almost six months since it launched. I wonder if it was a, a half a year promotion. Yeah, yeah it, it might have been. I hope they told their customers, because we, we don't know um, for certain... In advance that they were going to drop this, pull this game because if you've been slowly playing through this game, yeah. and suddenly it's gone. You're kind of just stuck. Yeah. If if, you, if they if they told you like in like a couple of weeks in advance, at the, on this day it will it will no longer be available. Yeah, that's a good point. That. Go check out Control. Yeah, um, that's a good point because it's not like it's not like another promotion that you get with kind of mobile providers where you might get like six months Apple Music for free. And like when that stops, like oh oh well, I guess I have I to pay. I have to pay for Apple it now. Music, yeah. This is a case of oh you were you were what ninety percent through completing Arkham Knight. <laughs> Tough, <laughs> it's gone. Sorry. And it's not even Arkham Knight is on Stadia, so you can you can't even do the whole thing. Oh, if you've been enjoying this, go buy it from our partners over at Google on Stadia. It's gone. It's gone, yeah. It's gone. Uh, yeah, that's a great point, that. I hadn't even considered that as uh, someone who plays his games, obviously, on, on elsewhere. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. It does almost have me intrigued in a way that the future of um, all these mobile providers, they're all obviously trying to branch out and, and do different things. And we've seen promotions, as I said, with Apple Music and Spotify and over in the UK. You get Sky Sports subscription models. You get access to... Um, BT Sport and other ver- other variety of things to kind of make every deal seem a bit more lucrative than just calls, minutes, texts, internet. And gaming is something that they've probably not tapped into as much, but AT&T here could be onto something really good where if you sign up to a, an iPhone plan with AT&T, they could cultivate a list of like AAA games that say, like if you're a gamer, not only do you get your normal plan in Apple Music and whatever, but actually... You get a handful of AAA titles to play as well for free what? through your mobile plan, and we won't use your data and all that kind of stuff. Interesting. Well, what I was thinking of, I was thinking of it a slightly different way, where every month they bring on a new game. On this is your free game for this month, and the previous game just goes into a storefront so you can buy it. Mm. I mean, that's the dream, right? That's what we've said. And, and you slowly build the catalogue, and then actually that works into your idea of uh, if you want to pay for this um, subscription, you can get everything that's on this catalogue. For that subscription price, or you can buy them individually. Basically, yeah. basically almost like a Ubi- Ubisoft Plus idea, but we don't know. That's off to AT and T. I think this is just largely because of phone provider. It's going to be a hey, here's a cool game. We're going to do a promotion around this game, and after a couple of months ago, uh, we're going to do a promotion around a different game, mm. and that's just how it, how it's going to be. Yeah. It does make you wonder the timing with the promotional games. Like the Batman stuff would have been yeah. fantastic for the launch of the Batman in cinemas. Yeah, but we digress. We digress. Uh, maybe AT and T will surprise us with a new title in the imminent future, and maybe Richie, it no longer being available on this streaming promotion through AT and T, may open the door for the game to come to the Google Stadia platform oh, finally. Really? 
because it would be really really cool if now now this Mr. is from AT&T pro game ooh that would be a good one ooh. it's on it's on it's already on the Stadia. service yeah they're getting no it's use out of it towards the end of a month we're about to start a new month it fits it's an old it's a triple A oldish title now it fits kind of the MO for Stadia's 7th anniversary games. was this this past week Oh, really? that could be. I mean, let's not get our hopes up, everyone. It, it's it's plausible. It's plausible, yeah. But put your that's where I'll leave it. Yeah, but put yourself on ice, as Mister Mister Freeze would say. Chill. Let's not get carried away. But yes, it, it, like you said, if it's no longer in use as a promotion, the the game is just sat there having no benefit, no use whatsoever. As a owner of that IP and that property, Rocksteady, Warner Brothers. Why wouldn't you just put it on sale on Stadia and see if you can get yeah. a bit of return on your investment? Because it's doing you, nothing yeah, for you, you right now. If you're not using it as your own promotion, just sell the game. Well, Richie, well, Richie, you might just be the greatest detective in the world right now, but we'll have to wait until this coming week to find out what our pro game announcements are. But you know what? That would please me. I've been mourning about it for six months, but having it as a free pro title would be a really great get for the middle of summer. Remember, this time last year, we got Resident Evil Village. This year, looking a little bit more barren in terms of AAA offerings. So, you know what? It might be a seven-year-old game, but it's a damn good game. And uh, I'll certainly take it as a pro title for July. But, interesting stuff. Uh, moving on, we've got some Square Enix news this week. Uh, of course, there's been lots of Square Enix news this year. Um, and on a, in a cloud solution kind of way, Square Enix have announced that they have a future and a strategic investment in cloud gaming. <clears throat> Not with Google Stadia, unfortunately, with a pioneering company, Blacknut. So, leading Japanese company invests in the B2B cloud gaming platform, Blacknut. Uh, the leading independent cloud gaming provider today announced a strategic investment from gaming juggernaut Square Enix as it looks to meet the increasing worldwide demand for cloud gaming services. The investment will support ongoing research and development to cement Blacknut's technological lead, accelerate the market reach of its business-to-business solution, and further expand Blacknut's portfolio of games, which already boasts more than 500 titles from a host of well-known publishers. According to research in NewZoo, cloud gaming generated more than two billion dollars from 24 million subscribers in 2021 uh, we are very welcome uh, very proud to welcome square enix a company that genre defining franchises continue to win over generations said the ceo of blacknut i won't read the full thing it's all up there on blacknut.biz article um, they intend to roll out in 45 countries spanning europe um, with a bunch of different services and essentially the way i read into this i, I will hand it over to you richie big Square Enix fan of course something's going on at Square Enix they're selling off some of their IP they're partnering with different people they're making more Final Fantasy games than you can count months on a calendar Could should this have been Stadia? Um, I think that would be the ideal I mean we will talk about it in Cloud Quest and we keep mentioning this episode but I still think t- the streaming technology element of Stadia is the best in the business right now. Mm-hmm. Well, according to this, Blacknut are the leading independent ones. I mean... Whatever that means. You, what? Uh, yeah, what, what does that? What's the word independent mean in this sense? Because, uh, what, you're independent of Google, but Google is... Privately yeah, owned. Single entity. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like... I, I really don't know what you mean it's, by independent. It's selling your own, it's it, buzzwords to sell your own brand, isn't it? It's their own website, yeah. so they, of course they're going to do that. It's a word that you... It's a, yeah, Anyway, we digress. Yeah, I think Stadia would have... Uh, a massive stream would have been the um, probably the ideal. Maybe the cost was too high. Blacknuck maybe undercut them. Mm-hmm. Maybe Blacknuck being a smaller entity means Square get a bit more leverage. But Square, they're definitely making moves. I mean, selling off some of the studios, so they're condensing down the library. Mm-hmm. Now they're investing in um, P- um, business-to-business cloud cloud um, platform I wouldn't be surprised if we get like a Ubisoft Plus service out of Square in the not too distant future Mm. I mean this is the stuff we've kind of mentioned with Stadia going kind of white label is that we've we've kind of predicted the tea leaves for some time now that every, every publisher and developer out there could just have their game through a URL link with no need of a platform 
and you could just sell your Final yeah. Fantasy game direct. Don't buy the PS5 for £499. Don't buy the game for 70 quid. Yeah. Just buy it through our our B2B streaming service and you can play Final Fantasy on any device you own. I'm not sure how it works for Square because they have a lot of platform exclusive titles. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of legalities so like, mixed up in all of their stuff. Yeah, that do. so like Final Fantasy 16, for example, is probably one of the biggest titles people are looking forward to. That and um, Seven Rebirth. Uh-huh. Both place, uh, plan to be PlayStation exclusive with probably a PC release later in the down the line. Mm-hmm. Weird. So if that's, let's say you, there's a Square, Square Enix Plus service where you can get all the games as a subscription in the cloud, mm-hmm. do you not get them games? Until they come over to the piece, that exclusive initial ex- PlayStation exclusive exclusivity ends. Yeah, I, I don't. Know, they're def- they're definitely making moves. It be it's definitely worth paying attention to. But I don't really know anything about Black Knot. This is the first I've heard. Yeah, of. well, it says over like five hundred uh, titles and such. And if you look at their website under like publishers, it has big names. It's got some some that will be very very familiar with. Funny enough, Richie, when it comes to cloud gaming, you've got. Um, Wired Productions is there, Handy Games is there, Nakon, Milestone, Team 17, Outright Games, Deep Silver. All these publishers are working with Stadia at the moment. Um, Disney is on there. Not many other ones that are big, no EA, no Ubisoft. But again, you do wonder all these smaller companies that are building cloud gaming uh, needs, they're fulfilling a, a kind of gap in the industry. A lot of mobile type games, it looks like. If you go into brands, I can see titles like Spitlings, Avicii and Vectors on there, Star Wars Force Unleashed, which must be the Disney one. Um, it's interesting, but yeah, again, the thing with cloud gaming, it's in such its infancy and it's such a big potential market. They said there it was like 2.5 billion um, players subscribed over the last year. So it's the numbers are big and they're only going to get bigger. And this is why we know Stadia positioned well. They just need to get their foot in the right places at the right time. But we'll, uh, we'll keep an eye on Blacknut and Square Enix because, again, they're doing yeah. interesting things. We've got Boostroid kind of confirmation this week as well. Um, for those who don't know, Boostroid's another cloud gaming thing sim- to, similar to GeForce Now where you get a, a powerful PC to stream to your display. We've got Stadia. You've got Luna still rolling out worldwide. Um, PlayStation Plus reader. We've got Game Pass doubling down with Microsoft and Xbox Cloud Gaming. It's, uh, it's a crazy market to be in, Richie. It certainly is, but we'll keep an eye on them because they're doing stuff. Yeah. Uh, bring it back around. Qu- might do a cloud quest on them at one point. Yeah, we'll keep we'll keep one eye open. We'll keep one eye open. Uh, moving it back around to some game news this week. Final few stories. Uh, Figment Two uh, was uh, had a release trailer for Stadia a good while back now. Actually, um, our friend Brian Chappelle over at the Nerf Report has uh, confirmed via social media that Figment Two is going to be coming to Google Stadia in line with the launch on other platforms. Um, as very soon so it's stated to come to Nintendo Switch very soon and he reached out to the Bedtime Digital Games over on Twitter to ask if it's coming to Stadia and they confirmed by saying it will be a simultaneous launch with other platforms so it does look like it will be dropping on Google Stadia at the same time it's set for an October 15th release so a few more weeks to wait for Figment 2 did you check out Figment 1? I didn't No, I should have done that I just didn't yeah, it wasn't really an art style. I think at the time it was very not not in my wheelhouse. I would say is the, is the nicest way of saying it. Um, just like a few of other games from the next story of the week, Way Forward, the um, Shantae Genies Revenge Half Genie, all those type of ones. Uh, we've also got a uh, title Switch Force Collection due out imminently. I think it got an ESRB rating. Uh, a few shows ago. Um, WayForward CEO has hinted at more titles coming to Google Stadia. So the CEO and Way founder uh, has been interviewed by our good friend John Scow over at Four Sky Gaming. Go check his channel out with Ninja Guy X as well. And during the interview, uh, he spoke about the probability of additional titles being released on Google Stadia and responded to the following comments. Uh, River City Girls 2 is in fresh development. The team is active on it. All we have to do is keep them for a little bit longer after launch to come out with a Stadia version. So that would be easy to do as it's running in Unity. So River City Girls 2 uh, launched earlier this year on other platforms and apparently it looks like the CEO is just quite happy to, once they're sold with other platforms, they're just going to move on to making another part. Um, yeah. The second most the like... easy for them, then yeah, no problem. Why do I do it? Uh, the second followed up as well is saying um, Spinosaurus 
Not on Stadia yet, but that one is in our internal engine. We've already ported to Stadia using that engine, so that one will be the second easiest to get out and second most likely. So this guy just dropping bombshells on John's show. If you've not checked out any of John and Ninja Guy's interviews, yeah. they do some fantastic stuff, ask some very relevant questions. And uh, it's nice to know that a, a CEO of a company is just so forward with information regarding game releases. I think it's easy when you are the CEO of a company. Yeah, you're not really answer, like, answering to anyone else, are you? Uh, the marketing team is like, oh, Christ, Dave, stop saying things. <laughs> stop it. Yeah, you're giving it away. You're giving it away. So, um, yeah, check it out. Go check out John's interview for the whole thing. And uh, it looks like we've got two additional titles from Way Forward, potentially, probably by the end of the year. The way the way he's so like sit like rela- blase relaxed, yeah, blase. He's just kind of yeah, we'll get them out. It doesn't sound like there's much effort really required in porting them across, which is again low key porting tools. That was the promise. Using things like Unity that run in Linux, that's what you want. So win win. Uh, and then final few stories of the week, uh, Ark. Survival got an update. We missed it on last week's show just due to the nature of the time when we recorded. Um, Ark is getting a winter expansion update. Actually, it's out now, I should say that. I don't know how to pronounce it, Richie. It's spelled F J O R D U R. Fjorda? Fjorda? Either way, it's a Nordic theme uh, set in a fantastical, multi layered, frosty wonderland. Um, it's the biggest expansion Ark Survivor, Ark Survival of Alt has seen in quite some time. It's got exclusive new creatures. It's got new areas to explore, a massive 140 kilometer, square kilometer map, uh, a new biome with challenges, rewarding discoveries. Uh, so now might quite be the right time to jump into this survival first-person crafting adventure. Um, I enjoyed Ark when I played a bit, Richie, but it was never going to get me fully in. I don't have the time commitment in yeah. my life to jump into this, but it's great to see that they are still supporting it, especially because they've got they've got Ark Two you out in the imminent future as well with Vin Diesel I think Ark might be one in the future it might be worthwhile going back and doing a stream on them because we haven't I mean when it was a shit show when it came out yeah well so until we you until went, you went into the coding oh, no. and tweaked it yourself <laughs> yeah I mean that's what I mean if, if you have to if you have to go in the console and use commands to get the game playable then you've got a bad game but if they fixed a lot of the bugs and stuff, it might be worth giving it, giving it a look. I think it could be fun for like a stream. Yeah, it's not something I get. I think I let it get myself get sucked into. But for a couple of hours in the stream, I think it'd be cool. Yeah, Ark's one of those games where if 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 I had this title when I was thirteen, fourteen, and I didn't have a care in the world, I had no responsibilities, no bills, and I just had every afternoon and weekend off to do what I wanted. Ark is no something I would. How much your time's worth. Yeah, yeah. Ark is something that I would one hundred percent jump so far down the rabbit hole onto. It's kind of like just anything, really, like things like Minecraft and that. I know, I know, you got sucked into the world of Warcraft quite a lot back in the day. It's one of those games that it's so expansive and never ending. You, you really just could see yourself getting lost in it. So anyone out there who plays Ark, I know you put hundreds and hundreds of hours into it. So uh, more it's content for I... you. It's what I describe as a hobby game, mm. where the game itself becomes a hobby rather than gaming being yeah. a hobby. Yeah. Do you class yourself as an Ark player or a gamer? But uh, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Go fill your boots, of course. Ark 2, um, out in the near future, they had another trailer drop at Summer Games Fest 2. So that's a nice one to see going on the back of that. Um, final story of the week. I just wanted to add this one as a nice little uh, no- point of note. Um, all of the Game, some of Games Fest stuff uh, was out there, and uh, I've started noticing uh, Samsung Gaming Hub on social media is a thing. They've got their own Twitter handle now. They're starting to promote these new range of 2022 Samsung televisions that feature cloud gaming heavily. The the TVs have built-in hardware to benefit to to the benefit of cloud gaming. And on their Gaming Hub dashboard, you've got Xbox, which Samsung have clearly partnered with Xbox. Um, you can get Game Pass when you buy a Samsung mobile phone. There's uh, Game Pass uh, sponsorships within the mobile industry in the UK. Uh, we were talking earlier on about like Apple Music and stuff. Game Pass is one of those for the future, I guarantee it. Um, but on that screen, you've also got GeForce Now, Stadia, Utomic, and then you've got your consoles. And essentially, the gaming hub is one place to keep everything in your TV in a more streamlined, user-friendly interface. And just looking through the website, it's laid out really nice. It shows you the best of gaming in one place, discover new games and old favourites, advanced streaming tech built straight into your TV, play instantly, no new gear required. It's really, really selling the dream of cloud gaming. 
And every one of the images they've got up there has Stadia alongside Xbox and GeForce Now. And what I love to see is if you go down the website, you can it's on Samsung.com, you can find it through there. Uh, Proud Partnerships. It's got four logos, Richie. Xbox, GeForce Now, Stadia, and Utomic. And I just think that this website is doing more to promote Stadia than Stadia yeah. actually is. The trailer, even though the trailer is very much Xbox Game Pass focused, you can't deny that every time you see one of these brand new TVs shown off, it's got the Stadia logo on it. And it goes back to almost like Logo Gate, a different version of Logo Gate, where we said before, they don't have a physical presence in stores. But if you go into in the UK, a PC World, I'm sure in America, a GameStop, a Walmart, wherever sells TVs, and they have all of the promotional content running on the displays, that's the, that's the place where you will see Stadia part of this Game Hub advertisement. So shout out to Samsung. You're doing some good work on uh, cloud gaming just by promoting it with your new range of TVs. I like it. And the gaming hub seems customizable. There is an edit button mm-hmm. as well, so it looks like you can edit how it displays, which is awesome. Yeah, you can, it looks um, like you is can... Is anyone from Samsung listening? I'm in the market for a new TV. I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. Need a nice new shiny one. It does actually make me think. I have two of the LG TVs because I really rate LG for value in terms of they're not overly expensive, but you get a really quality TV out of them. I... Everything I've heard is LG seems to be the way to go at the moment. Yeah, but. Well, I remember when you were around mine when we watched the Ubisoft, yeah. uh, the Ubisoft Forward last summer, because uh, you hadn't been in this room before because we only had it converted yeah. last Christmas. And I remember you coming in and it was just show. I think it was showing like the crew, maybe off or something. Yeah. I remember you going like, "Oh wow, <laughs> that's that's crazy." Well, what you have to remember is Chris has got was that a seventy-two or something? Uh, or oh, I actually can't remember. It's a big one. It, it's a fairly large. TV where the couch isn't actually that far away. It's a 4K OLED, and I'm used to 1080p LCD old Sony. Yeah, (laughs) that is too small for the room. It's like this jump up in quality Mm. is huge. Yeah, like my TV is absolutely fine. It's just I bought it, didn't buy it for my current house. I bought it for my old flat, and it's only 1080p. Which yeah, that's why I say I need an upgrade. I just can't afford one. It's just getting around to it. So Samsung. You we'll know, try. We'll, yeah, something. we'll do a whole. We'll do a I will whole happily, video. I will happily review your TV and give you a sponsorship shot on all of our shows for like a year. Well, don't, do, well don't just sell it away. I want one as well <laughs> if we're doing it for every show. Uh, but yeah, you should reach out to them, Richie. I'd like to say our channel's big enough now to get us a Samsung gaming TV. We'll do it. We'll do a <laughs> review. <laughs> it's worth it if, hey, if you don't sure. don't shoot your shot. You miss all the shots yeah. you don't take. Um, right, but that is Samsung Gaming Hub doing some great promotional work for all cloud gaming, not just Google Stadia out there. Uh, but it's a very clean website. It's very Samsung. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what this Gaming Hub potentially looks like and some of the added features that could maybe link into it in the future. Uh, but, ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to an end for episode number 144 of your weekly Stadia show, The Sounds of Stadia podcast, where myself and Richie round up all of the gaming and Stadia news for your listening or viewing pleasure right here on youtube.com forward slash Hades Cloud Games or up there in the digital cloud on your podcast preference of choice. Thank you very much for tuning in. Don't forget to check out CloudQuest. If you are a Helix hero, you get CloudQuest up to six days early right here. Richie, what are we talking about on this week's episode of CloudQuest? This week we are talking about our first impressions hands-on with um, PlayStation Plus and seeing how they compare to our other experiences with cloud gaming, including Stadia. Hmm. Does Stadia beat the shit out of PlayStation Plus? We'll have to find out. And if you're a Helix hero, you can go check it out <laughs> right now. There's one way of putting it. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, of course, it I does I see go... someone make some fan art of that. Like... With a stick. Now, I'm sure there's fan art, yeah. but it, it leads to the wrong place. Uh, it does go up on free feeds every Friday right here on YouTube. If you don't want to toss us the extra few pounds to support the channel, do not fear. But if you do, you get perks, stickers, badges, and other exclusive content. So it's worthwhile checking out from as little as 99 pence. Uh, do not also miss out on our episode two of Talking the PS, our new weekly PlayStation podcast where we round up all the PlayStation and cloud gaming news on the same channel, all the same feeds. We will get it up on all podcast services eventually once Apple and Google Podcasts decide to play nice with us and they verify that we're not uh, doing something we shouldn't be doing out there in the podcast world. I was going to make a joke then, but then I was like, oh, whatever word I drop in here, it's not going to be a good way not to leave the show on. So I'll leave it as it is. Uh, that's been episode 144 thank you for watching liking subscribing doing all the magic that you do uh do share with your friends jump into our discord if you want to chat with other members of the haters community we love you all thank you very much for watching my name's been chris and i've been richie and remember everyone play whatever makes you the happiest have a great week
Good luck on them pro games, and we'll see you soon. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.